You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 159. In this episode, I talk about refunds and why they don't work. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. On today's episode, I speak about why I don't offer refunds, why I have never asked for a refund, and why you shouldn't either. Want the show notes of this episode? Go to sigrun.com forward slash 159 and you can read the summary of this episode. I don't believe in refunds. There, I said it. When I was starting out in my online business, I learned that I had to include a refund policy on my sales page. Makes total sense. But what it had to include was a 30-day money-back guarantee. Everybody had it, the 30-day money-back guarantee. So I thought, I have to have that too. But my problem was that my first online course was seven days long. And I thought, that doesn't sound fair to offer a 30-day money-back guarantee on a seven-day course. People will have finished the course, either successfully or not, and they'll just ask for their money back. And I sit there without any revenue. No, that doesn't make sense. So I decided to offer a three-day money-back guarantee. It was kind of a compromise. They would have had three days of exercises and not all seven. And they would probably know if they would be doing the course or not. Well, luckily for me, nobody asked for a refund on my course. But then later that same year, I had a webinar membership. I offered a lifetime access and you should listen to my podcast episode on lifetime access to figure out what I think of that. But anyway, also on my sales page, I had a 30 day money back guarantee because I thought, well, I got to include that refund policy, right? Now I had many happy clients, but one day, it happened, as it will in online business, that somebody asked for a refund. And I was a bit peeved, to be honest. I thought to myself, really? I have so many happy clients. Who is this person? And what have they done? Which webinars have they watched? So I logged into my membership site and saw that they had never logged in. And then I thought, hmm... They buy the webinar membership, they never log in, and maybe they got their credit card statement and now they saw, oof, they bought something and now they just want their money back. And I sit there spending time creating all these webinars and people can just ask for a refund without even logging into the webinar membership. That did not feel right to me. Now, this was my first year in online business. I was probably a little bit naive. I didn't really check, do I have to offer a refund? But then I did ask. 
And since I'm based in Switzerland, I do not have to offer a refund. Or at least the way they phrase it in the law is that there is a penalty for wanting to leave a program. And the penalty can't be the price that you pay. So basically, there is no refund. Now, depending on the country you live in, there might be certain rules. Like in Germany, you do have to offer a 14-day money-back guarantee when you sell to private clients. And of course, you have to follow those rules. But beyond that, you are not required by law to offer anything above that. So please check the legality in your country, whether you do have to offer refunds or not. Because what I figured out watching the online business industry was that the refund policy of a 30-day money-back guarantee was used to, I don't want to say tricking clients, but getting people over the fence. Typically, on the last day of a launch, people are kind of still skeptical. Those who haven't bought yet are those who are kind of sitting on the fence, so to speak. And then it helps to offer lifetime access and 30-day money-back guarantee. Because people feel like, well, I can buy and then I can change my mind if I don't like the course. But what often happens is they buy but do not ask for a refund or lifetime access doesn't really help them to execute. So it's not tricking because I know there's a lot of honest people out there offering 30-day money-back guarantee and they will not agree that this is any kind of a trick. But it does bring people over the fence, maybe for the wrong reasons. So I decided several years ago to have no refund. It was the same time I started to say that all my programs are 12-month access and not lifetime access. And the reason is I want people to take action. And I want you, if you're buying an online program, to do your due diligence up front. It's very rare. It's actually really, really rare that I hear somebody buying a program and then seeing that the quality or the teaching or something is such a low quality that they want their money back. It does happen. But then that person did not do their due diligence up front. Typically, If somebody is thinking of joining one of my programs, they listen to my podcast, they join a webinar, they read testimonials, they might even ask a previous client, what do you think of Sigrun? And once you've done all of that, there is no need for a 30-day money-back guarantee. I did have it, for instance, for my mastermind groups. I would allow a person to attend one or two calls before they had to make up their mind. And now I don't do that. You have to do your due diligence up front because once you're in the program, you've taken a spot away from another person who was desperate to have that spot. Now, in an online program where there are unlimited number of spots, that's of not, of course, the case. But the problem is with refunds, a lot of people just don't do the work. And that's why I do not offer refunds. But what I figured out in the last four years, there are different types of people asking for refunds. Now, I'm excluding the case where you just see, oh, you bought a course and it has horrible quality and you want your money back. No, I'm looking at the people that I or my clients have had to deal with throughout the years that ask for a refund. So the first type is buyer's remorse. 
You buy in a program, typically an expensive program, and immediately you regret the decision. You even haven't had time to log into the program and check it out. The program may not even have started. And you just have this horrible feeling that you took a wrong decision. And this can happen. And this has nothing to do with the quality or you or the person that you bought the course from. It's just in that moment you felt to make the wrong decision. And I have had emails from clients that bought a program from me and within an hour or two, they emailed me and said, I made a horrible mistake. I bought your program and is there any way I can get out of it? And typically I say yes. Yeah, I say yes. Because I do not want that person in the program because they are in a different state of mind and they will not be able to do the work. Bias remorse exists. I hope you never have it because it's kind of a panic state and you don't necessarily want to have this person in the program. And since it's so fast, typically within a couple of hours, people have it right away. A buyer's remorse doesn't happen three days or 30 days later. That is another problem I'll dive into right away. Buyer's remorse is something that happens right away. Maybe 24 hours is the max time I would say I accept this kind of buyer's remorse. The second type of person that I see asking for a refund is the person that I just mentioned before that I had in my first year of offering my webinar membership is the person that looks at the time, maybe they're watching their credit card statement and they realize they bought a program and they've never logged in. And I'm sorry, I don't want to be that person that does this to someone else and I don't want you to do this to me either. I think you're a grown-up person and if you buy a program, you log in and you do the work. And you don't ask on the last day, the last possible day when you can ask for a refund. And you ask for a refund just, well, I didn't log in and uh, I never used it. I never actually accessed it. Just give me my money back. And I'm saying, we have had now 30 days. Uh, we've been busy supporting all the new clients and you haven't taken advantage of that. And now you just wake up and want your money back. And I say, no, there is no refund. Now, if you do offer a 30-day money-back guarantee, you may have to, of course, follow your own refund policy and give the money back. It is very important to have a refund policy, but it needs to state no refunds, 30-day money-back guarantee, or whatever else you decide. The rules need to be clear up front. Typically, you want to email them out to your client in your welcome email. Maybe it's kind of one of the five things you list in your welcome email or you link back to your terms and conditions and it needs to be very clear. But the person that never logs in, I say, well, why did they buy the program? You know, people are, well, people are grownups. Yes, obviously I'm talking about grownups and not teenagers and children. They need to know what they're doing. So there's no reason to offer a refund back to that person. The third type that I see is the person, mm, this is not a good one, actually. This is a person that buys a program, logs in, downloads everything that they see they can download, screenshots all the membership sites, you know, everything that they see, and then they copy your course. And on top of that, they ask for a refund. This is probably the worst type of person that asks for a refund. 
You may not believe this person exists, but they do. It hasn't happened to me. Well, maybe it has. I just didn't know about it. But it has happened to friends of mine and it's really bad. You may not know it, but well, you can kind of log into your system and see that they've accessed every piece of your program. When you see that, you realize, well, okay, my webinars are 60 minutes long. They have already clicked into 40 webinars. It's impossible in this time frame that they asked for the refund. They've actually watched everything. So they were doing something else. I would say you put the name of this person on some kind of a list and watch them from time to time to make sure they're not infringing on your copyright of your material. And you do not pay back the course fee. The fourth type of person is the person on a payment plan. And one day they either don't have the money to pay or they suddenly say, hmm, I haven't been using this course so much, so I don't want to make the third payment. Unfortunately, this type is very, very common. That's why I am less and less fan of payment plans. Actually, for my Somba program, we have a six pay plan and we stopped having 10 and 12. We did offer it, but many of the people who opted for the really long payment plans were the people that at some day uh, failed on their payment plan and then ultimately they either didn't pay and they vanished from the face of the earth, even if they're still on Facebook and their email address is not bouncing, they do not respond. So they didn't even ask for a refund, they just stopped paying. And then there are others who ask for a refund, at least they're decent enough to ask for a refund, despite the clear policy of no refunds because they either can't pay or they suddenly realize they would rather use the money for something else. And it's sad. You know, you have made a commitment, and I make this very clear on my uh, payment terms, that they are made a commitment to pay up, whether it's a six pay, 10 pay or 12 pay, and running away from payments or asking for a refund when you know you actually signed up for a no refund program. I don't know, it just... It's not a good business practice and you wouldn't want anyone to do that to you either. So be careful if you're offering a payment plan, realize that there will be people failing on their payments and there will be people asking for a refund or the stop of the payments. They, some people that are on a payment plan, they actually think they're on some kind of a subscription. So even if they may not ask for a refund of the payments they've already made, they want to just stop paying. And we have to explain that, well, you signed up for a program and you've had access to it all this time and you're on a payment plan. That just means you have to still pay up whether you are using the program or not. The fifth type of person is the person that buys something in the hope that the program solves everything, only to realize they actually have to do the work, not just watch the videos and print out the worksheets. I have seen many of my colleagues in online business solve the problem in a different way. So their refund policy states something totally different. I know one uh, that actually has a 60-day money-back guarantee, but it's not really a money-back guarantee in a way that actually you have to prove that you've done the work. Yes, unfortunately, a lot of people buy online courses in the hope that it's the holy grail. 
now all my problems will be solved. I will have endless stream of clients just by buying this course, being in a community, watching a few videos. And of course, we know that's not how it works. But in order to make it really clear to people upfront, even before they buy, clear on the sales page that here's the refund policy. You have to prove that you did the work. This might be that you actually did a webinar, that you actually ran Facebook ads, that you sent out 100 emails, that you filled out all the worksheet, whatever it is. I thought for a time to have that kind of a refund policy, but the problem is I have a program like Samba or my mastermind groups where there is actual coaching. Like I spend time inside the program coaching people. And inside Samba, people are in very different stages of their business. So you couldn't ask for someone who has already been three years in business making multiple six figures to fill out a worksheet on offering free one-on-one sessions. On the other hand, someone starting out, that might be the perfect worksheet to fill out. Now, filling out a worksheet doesn't actually mean they've done something in their own business. So you would have to look at their Facebook pages or their websites or see their webinar slides to see that they actually have done the work. And it doesn't make sense because I have a program where it's not very clear from the outset what everyone is going to work on. It depends where they are in their business. Everyone just wants to focus on what's best for their business. And I am not the one to decide what that is. And that's why I offer them all the modules on all the different subjects of online business. And everyone just picks what they need to grow their business. So whether it's growing from zero to six figures or from 50,000 to multiple six figures, everyone should be just focusing on their business. And that's why I cannot have specific worksheets, which will then help them get their money back in case they did all the work and it still didn't work. But I do like if you have that type of a program, that would be a solution for you if you really want to offer a money back guarantee. Now you've heard my position. I obviously do not believe in refunds. I believe refunds, just like lifetime access, is helping people escape, procrastinate, and not taking action. My mission is to help people take action in their life and business. And whatever I can do in my program and also at the boundaries for my programs in terms of refunds and access, I will do whatever is best to help people take action. And I hope you do too. Want the show notes of this episode? Go to sigrun.com forward slash 159 and you can read the summary of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.